Okay, guys, we're, you know, we have been working our way through uh, the sections of the gospel concerning the Lord's Prayer, and we focused the last few times I've taught on Matthew's version. And so we're going to finish up Matthew today. Actually, it's a section of verses that some people think is a separate, complete subject from the issue of prayer, but actually it's connected. Uh, Jesus actually is connecting them uh, with what he says in his prayer. And uh, so then next week we're going to go on to the Luke passage. But we're going to talk about forgiveness today. And it's, it's possible that you have never connected the two. And to be honest with you, for most of my Christian life, I didn't connect the two either. But forgiveness and our forgiving others is directly connected to our prayer life. And I'm going to explain that tonight, okay? I'm going to talk about that. How is that possible? So we're going to look at verses 14 and 15. So let me read those to you. And then I'm going to talk about our situation today the reality of relationships, and then we're going to look exactly at what he's saying here about the importance of forgiveness. First of all, you're probably saying, well, you know, I think it ends in verse 13, where it says, for yours is the kingdom and the power forever. Amen. Uh, you know, and then verse 14, he goes on to a different subject about forgiveness. Well, no, it's all tied together. If it, it, It's all tied together, and especially because in verse 12, we are communicating to God, God, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. When we go to the Luke passage, it's going to talk more specifically about forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. So now when we get to verse 14 and 15, he's going to really emphasize this whole issue of forgiveness here. So look at what it says. For if you forgive men their trespasses... Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight and how that affects us in prayer. But let's, let's kind of talk about relationships for a moment to understand how they're connected with our prayer life. The first thing I want you to understand is this. Our relationships with the Lord are entwined with others. I'm going to say that again. Our relationships with the Lord are entwined with others. What does that mean? So my relationship with God is intertwined with my relationship to other people. How do I know that? Well, if we go over to 1 Peter chapter 3, he says to husbands, husbands, love your wives. And if you don't do this, I won't hear your prayers. There is very obvious. It's talking about the marital relationship. And if there is some sort of difficulty in that marital relationship, then he's not going to hear our prayers. There are other areas in the scripture that are very much communicating 
that our relationship with God is affected by our not forgiving other people. And, and so we need to realize that. So our relationships with the Lord are entwined with others. So here's the bottom line. Harboring unforgiveness affects our prayer life. Harboring unforgiveness affects our prayer life. Well, you know, George, I understand. I understand Jesus said I'm to forgive them as they forgive, as he has forgiven me, but you don't know what they did to me. You don't know what I had to endure. You don't know the struggle and the suffering that I've gone through. You don't, you don't, it's even going on even to this day. No, I understand. I think we all understand struggling with forgiving somebody who's hurt us. But the reality is, is that God calls us to forgive others. And if I'm harboring those feelings and I am latching on to unforgiveness, then that's going to affect my relationship with God because I'm choosing to be disobedient. I'm choosing to be disobedient. Now, let me just qualify that a little bit first, okay? I think there is a difference between somebody who just flat out doesn't want to forgive somebody and just holds on to their bitterness. There's a difference between that type of person and somebody who's struggling with forgiveness but yet goes to God and says, God, I know you want me to forgive them, but I need you to help me. I just can't do it. There's a difference there. Did you know, the first one isn't even concerned about it, not even bothering asking God about it. The second one wants to forgive, but the pain is so hard, the pain is so heavy. He's still going to God and saying, God, I know you called me to do this, but in and of myself, I can't do it. I would say to you that the second one is not harboring unforgiveness. The first one is. Do you understand what I'm saying? The first one is harboring unforgiveness. Because he doesn't care. She doesn't care. She just knows that person hurt her or that he hurt me and she's he's writing them off and, I, and who cares what God says? I can't do that. The second person I don't believe is harboring unforgiveness because they want to forgive but they're finding it what? Hard to do it. The pain is real. You understand? The pain is significant. But what you and I need to understand is when we harbor unforgiveness it affects our prayer life. So that brings us to what Jesus is talking about here in this passage. We're going to talk about the importance of forgiveness. The first thing I'm going to point out, we just see it in the first phrase there, if you forgive men their trespasses. Here's the implied reality. We must forgive others. We're called to forgive others. Now, I think we're all old enough to realize, we're not naive anymore, that people hurt us. People say things, people do things, it'll come out of nowhere, it'll blindside you, and as you go on further in life, it's going to happen more often. It already is happening. People hurt you, they offend you, they betray you. They do things that you don't expect and it devastates you. And 
But the fact of the matter is, is that we're called to forgive. We're called to forgive. Now, with that, you know, somebody says, well, you know, forgiving is forgetting, and I can't forget. No, the only person who can forget is God. And God doesn't call us to forget. He calls us to forgive. Well, you know, forgiveness is almost like saying that it's okay what they did. It's like condoning them. No, it's not condoning anything. Forgiveness is going to God and taking that pain and what was done and giving it to who is the great judge, God, and saying to him, Lord, I'm trusting you to deal with this situation and to deal with the one who sinned against me. It's going to God. So when you think about it, so for instance, Stephen, when he's being stoned, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. It's not that he's absolving them of their, of their, what they, what they're doing. It's basically saying, God, you're the one who's in control. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, you know, and he's not calling down curses on them. He's actually asking God to be merciful to them because they don't really understand what they're doing and they don't understand what's coming ahead of them and the retribution that is there, that God will call everybody into account. So we must forgive. Why? Well, the forgiving of others is tied to the Lord forgiving us. The forgiving of others is tied to the Lord forgiving us. Remember the parable Jesus talked about? There was this guy who had this huge I mean, probably in our money today, he had this huge billion-dollar debt to the master, and, he, and he's going to be, I mean, I don't know how they do this, but he's going to be thrown into prison, and the torturers are going to go after him until he pays it all back. Now, how do you do that when you're in prison, okay? I mean, that's what they thought then. There were debtor prisons up until recently a few hundred years ago. And so the master has mercy on him because the guy begs for forgiveness and lets him, lets him off. Well, that same guy has another guy who owes him 50 bucks. And he throws that guy into prison. He doesn't show any mercy to that guy or whatever. And then the parable goes on, and it says the master hearing that was really upset with this guy who had been forgiven much, who couldn't forgive somebody else for something. He ends up throwing him into judgment. You know, that's the emphasis of the scripture is that if you're not willing as a believer to forgive because you have been forgiven, then there's a problem. And actually, I'll be honest with you, the issue is, is your heart's not right. Do you understand? It's not an issue of whether or not you made a profession of faith or whatever. Your heart's not right. And so here we see the whole issue is, is, that as I forgive others, God forgives me. It's very clear in this passage. He forgives me. So you must forgive. My forgiveness of others is tied to the Lord forgiving me. Then, here's the, uh, the thing I would say to you, and this is the reality before we move on to verse 15. Ask the Lord to help you to forgive others. You know, some people do you wrong, and it's easy to forgive them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's easy to overlook it. But then there are other people who do you wrong, and 
we have a hard time. We struggle. And the reality is, is we find ourselves in a prison. So I, I, I think back to, you know, my first church. Wow. This has been almost 20 years ago now. 19 years ago, we left. And in that fourth year of that church, it was just plain terrible, the things that were happening. And there was this other pastor who was involved from the outside in getting us to leave. And I was very, very angry. So we ended up leaving. And... Within a year later, I had started here at this church in April. In December, one of the gentlemen that we were close to in that church passed away. And so Lori and I, because we loved him very much, decided to go to Canada to the funeral. So we're at the funeral home, and, you know, of course there's a line, and I'm waiting in the viewing line. And, and so I'm just kind of, kind of looking, waiting, saying hi to people as they come in who recognize me. And, and I don't know why you just kind of, you just kind of turn around and you're scanning and right behind me is that pastor. He just kind of walked up. There he is. There's the guy who was involved in the, who was egging on the kerfuffle that made Lori and I leave that church with our two little kids, Foster and Maddie. And at that moment, I had an anger come over me. Because this guy hurt us. And I'm not talking about just hurting us. We had to move. Like when you're the preacher and you're done preaching, you got to move. Because first of all, we're not Canadians. We're there on a visa, so we got to go back to the U.S. So the thought occurred to me, you just need to walk out of here. And I, I, I contemplated for a moment and thought, I'll just, I'll just leave. But then all of a sudden, it's like the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, yeah, but that's not setting the problem. And you're in a prison. And I'm thinking, well, you know, he's, he's not, he's not going to ask for forgiveness. He doesn't think there's a problem. He didn't, he doesn't think that he did anything wrong. Yeah, but you're still in the prison. And forgiveness isn't attached to whether or not he wants it or not. You have to forgive. So I had to ask the Lord, God, help me to forgive him. Help me to forgive him. And I was able to stay and go on. And, and I think, you know, God tells us to forgive because he forgives us. And we're like, okay, how do I do that? Because this person has hurt me deeply. How do I do that? And I think what you have to do is really realize that God's asking you to do what's humanly impossible. Wouldn't you agree with that? Forgiving people who have deeply hurt you is in and of itself almost impossible to do. So God is the one asking me to do that, and it's tied to his forgiving me. 
How do I handle that? I think you go to him and you say, God, in and of myself, I can't do it. You have to do it through me. You have to forgive. You have to forgive them through me. You have to give me the strength to forgive them. You have to. When you come to verse 15, it seems a little bit more harsher. For if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you your trespasses. So let me, let me just give you a few thoughts here. Two more thoughts. A lack of forgiveness impacts our relationship with God. When, when God, you say, he's talking about forgiveness here, George. He's not talking about the relationship. One of the benefits of the relationship with God is that he forgives me. And if I get to the place where he's saying, I can't forgive you because you're not forgiving this other person, there's a problem in our relationship. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is one of the benefits of being a child of God is knowing that he, what, forgives me. And so there's something serious going on in my relationship with God if he says to me, because you will not forgive that person, I'm not going to forgive you. That's expressing that there's a problem in my relationship with God, and we need to consider that. We need to consider that. And so here's the final thing I would have you to see here. God will not hear us. Well, we already saw that in 1 Peter chapter 3. Husbands, love your wives. If you don't do that, I won't hear your prayers. Psalm 66, 18. If we regard iniquity in our hearts, what? He will not hear us. And unforgiveness is often tied to feelings of bitterness and anger. And we already know what Jesus said about the whole issue of murdering someone in our heart. So the reality is, it affects my relationship with God. Okay, so where are we going with this, George? What does this have to do with prayer? Well, we're human beings. And people hurt us. People hurt us without even knowing it. People are not sensitive to others. They just say stuff and let stuff fly and it, it, it hurts. People do stuff and it hurts. People betray us and it hurts. And sometimes we're able to handle it, but there's a lot of times when we're not able to handle it. And the fact of the matter is, is that as I'm trying to grow in my relationship with the Lord and to be filled with his presence daily, in order to be the servant that he's calling me to be and have that communion with him, I need to recognize that I really can't harbor unforgiveness in my heart towards people. I need to go to him and, and ask him to forgive them. You say, what, one time? No, sometimes you do it every day for the same person. I'm just being honest with you because forgiveness is a process. Sometimes you ask God to help you to do that. One step at a time. But because if you're harboring it with no concern whatsoever, then I'm going to be honest with you, your prayer life isn't doing much. Because there's this big elephant in the room 
that you're not dealing with when you're getting with God. And that's, you're harboring feelings towards this other person and you just want to ignore it. Because the fact of the matter is, is you want to ignore it with God, but the reality is if it's that big and you're harboring that much pain and you can't forgive a person, it's affecting your everyday life. And it's affecting your relationship with God. So I think tonight as we go to prayer and as we are reflecting in our time alone with the Lord. Maybe at the beginning when we ask God to forgive us our sins, we pray as the Lord's Prayer said, as forgive us our debts as we forgive those, as we forgive our debtors. You know what I'm saying? As we forgive our debtors. So we really need to ask God Lord, as you're forgiving me, who, who am I harboring anything against? And trust me, the Spirit will bring it to mind. He may bring two or three people to mind. And you've got to say, well, you know what? I, I don't know if I want to. Here's what happens. It's a wrestling match. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I can let go of that. No, let go. You're letting go to, with God. You're saying, God, I want you to deal with that person. But the importance is, is that we learn to forgive. Let me pray with you. Father, we thank you for your love and your goodness. And I thank you for forgiveness. But with that forgiveness comes responsibility. Lord, you have called us to be different from this world. A world that is filled with vengeance. A world that is filled with hatred and anger and envy and bitterness. You've called us to be different. And that is we are to even love our enemies. Love those who despitefully use us. Who persecute us. And you've called us to forgive. To do that which is humanly impossible. But Lord, with you... We can do all things. So I pray for myself and I pray for these folks here tonight and I ask that you would help us to forgive as we have been forgiven and that you would fill our hearts with forgiveness and with love. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.